Hello everyone, my name is Bernisa. Hey y'all, this is Jen. And this is our podcast. Speak Speak Up. up. What's up, Jen? Hey girl. How are you? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm good. Glad we made it to episode 45. 45. Dude, like every time we pass another number, I'm just like, dang, we're moving along. (laughs) Yeah, time is flying. And Mm -hmm. I just want to throw this in real quick. Like, I don't, despite how many episodes we've made, we still make those normal mistakes. Like, Y'all, the reason why the last Bruh. episode is uh, was audio is because we thought we was recording the whole time and we wasn't. <laughs> we were so sad. Y'all are lucky you didn't see that anger that came after we finished. So, <laughs> But guess what? You keep it pushing and we right. still like her popping. <laughs> um, for those of you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends and we create this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life challenges through self-love and respect. Self-love and respect, two words we're going to hold near and dear to our hearts every single day of our lives. Yes, I completely agree. So, Jen, what's our uh, title today? Today, our episode is called Suppressed Leads to Depressed. Damn, that's a strong title. Yeah, I thought so, too. <laughs> I think we had to just get straight to the point for y'all. Mm-hmm. So, we decided to name it name it that because today we're going to be talking about those suppressed emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all guilty of carrying suppressed emotions. Um, suppressed emotions, those are those emotions that we tend to neglect, we purposely avoid dealing with. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be talking about how, like, the consequences of holding on to those emotions mm-hmm. and what that can do to your mental health. Yeah, I mean, like, it's so easy to avoid them or to not even you know acknowledge them in the first place like you know or act like you don't have them like I've been guilty of that so many times you know and yeah like I think we need to talk about this stuff because at the end of the day like everybody has emotions right everybody goes through something so we need to be able to even acknowledge what the hell our emotions are and then move forward with them you know and learn from our emotions like dang I didn't know I could feel that way you know or Mm -hmm. I forgot all about that you know so yeah I think you bring up a good point that we need to talk about this like now <laughs> yeah and i think to a lot of it comes from some some people it could be your upbringing like you mm. know in some households people are taught to not show emotion it, it means that you're weak it means that you know you're not strong if you you know if you cry or you run a vent sometimes people don't have people to even vent to mm-hmm. so they rather just hold it in or like they want to be strong for the people around them so they don't mm-hmm. want to i've been guilty of that not showing their weakness be in front of those people you know and honestly um or another thing one more thing i want to throw in too is um busyness you know sometimes mm-hmm. we get co- so caught up in life that we don't even have time to face whatever mm-hmm. feeling honestly that could be problematic to your mental health mm-hmm. i mean i know like when you're going through a rough time or whatever mm-hmm. you know people say like oh distract yourself with hobbies and you know dive into your business or your work whatever but like that can, like you said it can be dangerous too it can lead to a way of not even dealing with it at all and like that's not healthy either because although at first it's like yeah cool you know I'm getting my mind off of whatever's going on like if you never actually sit there to acknowledge them and realize like you know I got some shit going on like you're just gonna continue being on autopilot and those emotions are gonna come out eventually and it's better for them to come out in a healthy manner rather than like you know lashing out onto somebody that has nothing to do with it yeah like I'm gonna be real you can only distract yourself for so long Mm -hmm. it's like you know, there's the, there are healthy distractions. I'm not saying like if something happens instantly in that moment, you have to deal with it. But after a while, if you keep pushing it back, all you're doing is adding more layers of pain because guess mm-hmm. what? Something else might happen to you the next day. And then now you have that to add to your box of suppressed emotions. Then from there, that's where depression starts to arise, mm-hmm. you know, and going off of suppressed emotions even more. Like I think a lot of men are taught to hold mm-hmm. their emotions like, you know, women were more, you know, 
we're more complex than men you know we have different layers we're more in tune with our emotions but i think mm-hmm. with men i think it's important for them to hear this message most definitely because i feel like men are, are taught to let their emotions out with anger and it's like there's other ways to let out your emotions in a healthy mm-hmm. way and not just suppress them that's true i mean you hear the term like oh be a man you know or why are you crying like a bitch or whatever mm-hmm. like these are ways of minimizing somebody's emotions you know or like letting them know like you got to be stronger than those emotions or whatever and that's not always the case especially for a man like i think it's so dangerous when you know somebody hasn't dealt with whatever's going on in their life because whether it's romantic related or not um the next person that you're like in close contact with is probably gonna get the brunt of it Mm. you know and i think within our communities like we don't talk about this stuff you know within our households like we don't talk about how the man should be allowed to cry you know or should be allowed to acknowledge that they have emotions like they're made fun of for it and i think that's where a lot of the problems actually start Mm -hmm. because then these men grow up with this these conditionings of like you know thinking oh yeah you know i gotta thug it out you know walk it off whatever and stuff and like i'm not saying go on a a rant on social media and be like oh i'm crying you know whatever go on live and shit like that you know but like do take that moment to be like you know what i'm not good yo like i need some me time you know i need to distract myself like i need to go for a fucking hike or a walk and just cry or whatever you know and if crying's not really your thing at least allow yourself to be bummed for a bit like if you really need to be like angry or sad about something like allow yourself to feel it you know and then really decide what you're gonna do about it in a healthy manner mm. Well said, and I I think those suppressed emotions can lead to those unhealthy habits, Mm -hmm. substance abuse, you know, Mm -hmm. all those things arise from it. And it's like, that's why I think it's important to debunk them before you get to that point where you you're in so much pain, you have nothing left to do but numb it in an unhealthy way. So honestly, Jane, how do you know if you're um, if you have some suppressed emotions? Honestly, I don't think there's like a, you know, right answer to that. But I think really like, if you know that there's some shit you haven't dealt with, like we know, we know when there's something not right, you know, Mm -hmm. when we feel like we're too afraid to let people in, trust issues, right? I think that's a huge part of like, knowing that there's something we haven't dealt with internally. Um, When you feel like you always gotta be strong, you know, no matter what, like, I think that's when you should know you have those suppressed emotions. Um, And I just think like, when you just are always on autopilot Mm -hmm. i think is when you know you have those emotions because it's like things are still happening you know there's always something that's grabbing your attention or you know nitpicking at the back of your head and like if you're not paying attention to that it's just growing and growing and growing and like i said we know when there's something wrong and like we should really be paying attention to that oh I think, too, like, when you feel irritated out of the blue for Mm -hmm. no reason, if you're not sleeping properly, Mm -hmm. that's a sign of it, because I feel like your mind is cluttered, Mm -hmm. and um, I feel like if you can't focus, that means you're holding on to things, Mm -hmm. and then, yeah, the way you're acting with people is different, you know, and I feel like we have to pay close attention to that, you Mm -hmm. know, and and another one I'm guilty of is trying to stay busy all the time. Mm -hmm. If you catch yourself, like, you cannot even sit in silence and you can't even have a dual moment because you're scared of your thoughts eating you alive those are suppressed emotions that need to be worked on because honestly 
to be real to know you're truly at peace is when you peace is when you really can sit yep. and um and no thoughts like haunt you and i think that's when you know when, when the thought when the thoughts are haunting you that's when you know it's time to declutter mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be real too you know suppressed emotions can just do nothing but cause more anger mm-hmm. you know because when you're holding it in by the time you pop that's it and um i know you guys see you've been at the store you've seen people just pop off just have all this anger that's honestly some suppressed emotion stuff they ain't dealt with and they finally just looking for someone to take it out on mm-hmm. you know it's not even about that latte that wasn't um didn't have Foamed soy milk right. in it yeah it ain't about that it's some deeper shit that they didn't deal with and i think it's important if you don't want to end up like that work on your suppressed emotions mm-hmm. at the end of the day like ain't nobody responsible for the shit you going through like mm-hmm. i think that's one of the biggest reasons why we need to even talk about this stuff you know Mm -hmm. like renisa said we see videos all the time of like people letting it out on you know their waiter you know their spouse like you know their pet like you know we see so many like just negative videos going on that like you know we just think like oh they're just a shitty person no they probably have a lot of suppressed shit that they ain't let out um and you know like we have to be accountable for those emotions like nobody else is going to do that work for you nobody else is going to deal with your anger for you you know you can go to anger management and like talk about stuff and really start trying to do those lessons that you learn but it's like if you're not applying it to your every single day life it's not going to do anything for you um and yeah like we just need to be mindful like i know i've talked to certain like family members too when you know first conversation i have with them they're just so angry like Mm. about a situation but they're taking it out on me i'm like yo 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 like back up bro like it's like nine o'clock in the morning and you talking to me crazy like Mm -mm. no there's something going on you know and um i'm not saying i don't have bad days i'm not saying i've never taken anything out on somebody of course you know like that's how i knew i had a lot of suppressed emotions that i had to deal with as well Mm -hmm. um and that's why like we're talking about this because i realized how much i was taking out on people as well how much of these emotions that i hadn't dealt with i was bleeding onto others you know and somebody who had nothing to do with this situation at all um so we need to be mindful of that because that's really scary like you know, anger is, like, a very powerful emotion, you know, it's super intense, and we need to to be able to, um, like, let it out in a healthy manner versus, you know, really just tackling it onto somebody else, because guess what, then we're just repeating the cycle, like, then they're angry because you lashed out at them, and then they're probably going to lash out on somebody else, and it just creates this whole domino effect that we don't need, you know? Yeah, that's so true, and like, honestly, Joe was saying with the family things, yeah, that anger is going to come out on those people closest to you, like mm-hmm. your romantic relationships. Like me and Jeremy Tate were talking about how some, there are some like men out there looking for just a woman that can use as a punching mm-hmm. bag. Because it's like they have anger they ain't dealt with yet. So they just want somebody who's going to sit there for that. And it's like, no, like Jeremy was saying, nobody's responsible for your own anger. You have to be able to deal with that. You know, I've dealt with, you know, that backlash from my own family too. Like mm-hmm. Jim was saying, like, you know, especially too, like being a person with a big, kind heart that's you're actually the prey you know Mm -hmm. when someone has anger they need somebody to take it out on Mm -hmm. you know and i think it's not fair to that person not even fair to you because you're allowing this ugly side of yourself to come out when you could have dealt with it and you know you and you can work on being the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. suppressed emotions can also lead to depression you know um the more you hold it in the more more you're gonna feel like shit Mm -hmm. and you fall deeper into it to where it's like it seems impossible to come out of you know i've been there i've I've been in a stage where i try to numb things and i've i've done things i've done so much to numb it 
that it, the pain got worse. Mm-hmm. And in the way I just felt trapped and stuck because I was I was running away from whatever it was I was feeling. And I think the danger of like the suppressed emotions is that you're continuously playing something in your head, mm. you know, uh, especially if you're like more leaning on the depression side, mm-hmm. um, you're replaying like this negativity, you know, and just probably hating yourself, you know, or like just talking down on yourself. And it's just a cycle that just continues repeating. And that's scary. That's really dangerous. Um, Because then that can lead you to like, you know, making decisions that aren't the best for your life, whether it's like, you know, suicidal ideations, or just being in destructive relationships, you know, or just in destructive behavior in general, like Renisa was saying earlier, like coping with substance use, you know, like, I think that's a really huge um, coping mechanism that people use when they're depressed. Um, And, you know, like it feels good in the moment, but then think about the long term effects, you know, and then what that comes with as well. Like, you know, I've seen that, you know, the effects of like depression leading to substance use and then all that, you know, within my own family. And like, it's not something that you want to see from others so not even just thinking of like what it's doing to yourself but think of like what it's doing to your loved ones you know and people who are um really trying to see you build yourself and things like that so yeah we need to be able to talk about these emotions so that we never feel like we're alone in this you know and having to um just kind of carry the world on our shoulders you know it's not up to us to solve every single thing on our own even if it is our own lives or you know consequences of our own actions like sometimes we just need to let it out and in the healthiest manner possible mm-hmm. and they always say what you know the things that are important is what we say to ourselves so mm-hmm. it's like Jonah said when you're down in that negative cloud that's when you're you're giving yourself that chance to speak badly mm-hmm. to yourself and once once you're already speaking negative to yourself that's it like you're it's going to be harder to pull yourself out of that, you know? And it's like, we have to learn how to reverse that. Cause I feel like when you start talking negative to yourself, you start feeling like you're unworthy. And like Jim was saying, that's where the substance abuse comes in. That's where you start um, engaging yourself in those toxic relationships mm-hmm. because you just feel like that's the only thing you're worth um, right. attaining. You know what I mean? And um, honestly work on your emotions, you know, work, mm-hmm. work on whatever you're feeling, face it. Because I feel like when you let it get worse, all you're doing is, is digging yourself deeper into the hole. Yeah. And, you know, like these emotions don't get better with time, mm-hmm. you know, these like heavy negative emotions, like there's only so much somebody can take. Right. And, you know, just like, we're scared to be too happy or whatever because we've been conditioned that way you know we should also be scared to be too angry and too sad like too depressed um because we don't know what the consequences of that is gonna be you know Mm -hmm. and saying that from the bottom of my heart like you know if you need professional help like please seek professional help do not feel like you are crazy do not feel Mm -hmm. like you are weak you know and there's resources for everything out there you know it doesn't even have to be just like the generic resources that we see or whatever like there are some BIPOC mental health resources you know if we really want to look for them so um you know for my people of color like I'm just you know if you're more comfortable with the person of color therapist like there's so many resources out there um but yeah that was just my little blurb on that part but Mm -hmm. yeah like you know we need to really be mindful of what's going on in our mind because our mind is the most powerful thing about us and we believe we hear everything we say to ourselves and I really think we need to ingrain that in our head like you know it's one thing 
when a family member or like a loved one, you know, is telling us some negative shit, but when we're the ones saying that to ourselves, it's so much more amplified. Like we believe it a lot more and we're so more or such or so ready to accept it. You know, we're so ready to just be like, it's true. That's what it is because Jen told me, you know, Jen, I'm the one saying this to myself. So yeah, like, you know, I must be a piece of shit or whatever. Like, you know, and then imagine if you say that to yourself constantly every single day, like that's the, what is it? The effect of having those suppressed emotions of knowing that there's something I didn't deal with, you know, or maybe something that was told to me um, throughout my childhood or something and I just grew up believing it was true and now it's become my own self-talk but because I never dealt with those traumas those emotions that came from that trauma that's so true and like I've been I mean I feel like we all have but I've been guilty of that negative self-talk and mm -hmm. looking back at that it's like how can I say something so mean to myself mm -hmm. you know and I just think like once we're conscious and aware of it you know we're able to turn it around and flip it mm -hmm. you know another thing about the suppressed emotions you know you don't want to become that person that's constantly bleeding on others so it ain't just taking anger out on people it mm -hmm. can be just consuming another person completely draining them because of whatever you're going through and because mm -hmm. you refuse to do the own inner work that it takes it's nothing wrong with bending to people and being there but there's a difference between actually bleeding on a person mm -hmm. and I want to say too you know be mindful too of how the people that you hang with treat you and i say this because you know you got people that you might try to vent to mm -hmm. and they're gonna make you feel like shit for venting that's not nobody you want to be around because i want to be with you your feelings are valid the way you feel is valid so you shouldn't be ashamed to vent about or feel the way that you feel mm -hmm. you know me and jen are actually talking about that today like today me and her are actually going through some old pains that we felt and we were talking about it and like talking being honest with each other about how certain things still affect us today mm -hmm. you know we came this far and we're still feeling a certain way but one thing me and jim were talking about is how we didn't we're not judging each other or like mm -hmm. you know if i have i've had friends and family that i tried to open up to and vent to about a situation you still tripping about that mm -hmm. and it's like all i did was feel more like shit and it made me feel ashamed and guess what it made me do even more i suppressed it again mm -hmm. because i'm like okay why am I, why am I even bringing this up? Right. Cause I feel like we normalized numbing everything. We normalized being that bad bitch, whatever, being mm -hmm. that person that just, oh, I'm over it, you know, yeah. next, Get in my bag. <laughs> I don't feel any pain. And it's like, that's not healthy, you know, mm -hmm. in a day. And if somebody's making you feel like shit for feeling the way you do, you don't need to be associating with them. You don't need to be venting with them. Like mm -hmm. you need friends and family who are loving and nurturing, who are going to hear you out and help even if it is just to listen you know don't ever let nobody make you feel like shit for how you feel because how you feel is valid and it's a reason you're feeling that way very well said honestly i had a partner who like i was trying to tell him about like what was going on with my whole family situation you know and how it had been bothering me mm -hmm. and i think in his way he was trying to help me and give me good advice but like it came off as like get the fuck over it already or as like you know the answer so simple like just stop doing what you're doing you know and like he said it so condescending that like I just it made me feel stupid for even venting to him you know and I was like damn like yeah it is that simple Jen like why don't you just deal with this shit you know like why don't you just get over it why don't you just move away from this situation but then like once I stopped associating with that partner, you know, and obviously like having my best friend here, um, I realized that like, 
it, it's not that simple, you know, like no family shit is simple, you know, and like I already have a lot of suppressed emotions from that, like a lot of traumas from family things and then trying to talk about it with somebody who I trusted, you know, and him making it seem like, you know, why are you still on it? Like, get mm -hmm. the fuck over it, you know, and even though he didn't say it in so many words, it was more of like, oh, you already told me that, like, why are you going to talk about it again? You know, like it just it bothered me and it made me not want to tell him any of my shit ever again you know and that's the thing like we need to be mindful of our words too when somebody's trying to vent to us or like um you know we're trying to vent to people like Bernice said like pay attention to how they make you feel you know because if they make you feel like uh you know your feelings don't matter or like they're trying to minimize your shit or like damn you know it's been two years and you still talking about this shit like you know, it's just, those are the people you don't need to be around because clearly they got some shit they ain't worked on either and they're trying that. to suppress their own fucking emotions. Mm -hmm. They don't want to deal with theirs. So guess what? They much less want to deal with yours. So at the end of the day, anybody who's trying to suppress you is because they've suppressed themselves and they have no idea how the fuck to get out of it. They probably have the worst negative self-talk and they ain't ready to hear anybody who's trying to help them, you know, so... We need to just stay away from those people because they're not trying to work on themselves. And for those of us who are trying to grow, we've been toxic before. We've been the ones full of trauma, bleeding on others and, you know, not realizing the damage that we're causing on other people. But we're trying to be better. We need to stay away from people who are not trying to do that. We need to stay away from people who just, you know, can't even cry or don't even deal with their emotions. You know, don't seek help. Like, you know, just try to numb the shit away. Fuck the pain away. Like, we don't need to be... <laughs> around those types of people i'm sorry oh, <laughs> that was like a sub I thought of that at some yeah. people I'm sorry. <laughs> fuck the pain anyway, that's what i thought of <laughs> going you know it's a catchy song don't get me wrong she, she but serious, you know <laughs> like that doesn't work it only works for so long like i'm sorry there's a reason there's so many songs that like okay while you do that at the end of the day you still going home depressed still in shit, the back of your you know? mind yeah. and you realize like you become bitter mm -hmm. too and like i promised myself i wasn't going to become that type of person you know so i'd rather be yes the one talking about my fucking heartbreak two years later with my best friend I'm feeling better you know? slowly exactly right like and then not even acting on what i wanted to do <laughs> you know mm -hmm. because at least i'm willing to admit the fact that healing is not linear that i'm still dealing with a lot of shit that it ain't nobody else's fault but my own but my feelings are still valid because they are real they are here and i feel like that makes you stronger because you're willing to face your mm -hmm. emotions and a lot of people don't want to and i'm real those people that like you know when you're numbing and stuff all oh, this is a facade you know really you're not you know like look at social media we see it all the time mm -hmm. like they'll pose everywhere act like they're okay people be on there depressed for yeah. real like you know and it's like how do we we're in such a time where we have to act like we're, we always have it together mm -hmm. and i think that's that's the problem you know mm -hmm. i think that's one of to me like one of the biggest problems with social media is that we always got to seem like everything's so well we're sudden right. reflects because we're showing we want to show of course we're not going to show the bad but it's crazy how like even when like we're in our lowest point we can still make it seem like everything is all good you know that bitch popping yeah like you know? <laughs> or okay he bro you did this to me but i'm over it you're not right. over it no. like 
honey. <laughs> like, come on. Like, be human. We're human. Like, right. <laughs> I don't know. And I think we should normalize being human, normalize feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. And honestly, all this relates to self-love because, shit, you're being true to yourself. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not saving it for later, pushing it in the back. But I feel like you're hurting yourself more when you, mm-hmm. but when you're um, allowing yourself to release that feeling, you're rele- you're forgiving, you're releasing, you're facing it. That's a form of self-love. You're taking weight off of your shoulder, mm-hmm. off of your heart. And you fighting for you. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we're the biggest advocates for that. I think from episode one, that is like the, the thing we always say, always fight for you. The relationship you have with yourself is your most important one. It is your longest one. It is the only one you cannot run away from. So why the fuck are you running away from your emotions? We can't do this to ourselves no more. We got way too many things going on and way too many interactions with other people, dealing with other people's emotions. For us to not be dealing with our own, please. I'm the one who has to sleep with myself, you know, figuratively and literally. But <laughs> also, like, you know, I'm the one who has to really deal with what's in my head. And if I'm running away from that, I'm just running in circles. Because at the end of the day, I'm still in my head. Mm-hmm. I know what kind of thoughts I got running around in my head all day. So might as well fucking sit down, deal with the little Jen that's in my head and mm-hmm. really talk to her and be like, what the fuck do you need from me? Like, do you need me to just shut down for a moment and really sit with myself, mm-hmm. meditate, you know, pray, like really just write, whatever, like just sit down and be like, okay, what do I need from myself right now? How can I deal with this head on? And you might not have the answer right away. <laughs> Shoot. Maybe the only answer you have is to cry. But that is a lot, and that's a start. And I think that's where it really relates to self-love because you're starting that fight for yourself. Mm -hmm. And going off those things that Jen named, meditating, crying, know how to release your Mm -hmm. emotions in a healthy way. Those, All those that she just listed were healthy ways. You know, yeah, get a journal and write a diary. Mm -hmm. If you need to talk to that person that hurts you, you know, if it's it's that convo that's needed. You need to vent to your friends. You need to cry alone, sit alone, take mm-hmm. a long drive, go work out, you know, do a yoga class. This is some music. Like, you know, there are ways to get it out in a healthy way. You know, I'm not saying it's going to get better overnight, but it's better than you popping off or holding it in and like, you know, popping later, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like really bad, you know? So I feel like when you deal with it as it comes, it's easier to digest and then like to live with, you know, the think of the solutions to whatever the problem is or you know to be able just to prepare yourself to live with whatever it is that you're facing you know because some things you know are permanent whatever it is but honestly when you do that i feel like you're you're leading to a more peaceful life because i'm real this life stuff is gonna happen like Mm -hmm. you know it's not life isn't perfect life isn't always happy and jolly but it's like when those challenges do arise how are you how are you handling those situations exactly I don't know about y'all, but I'd rather cry a thousand times over something than go back to the same destructive Mm -hmm. behavior a thousand Mm -hmm. times. You know, and life is all about those choices. Like, how are you deciding to deal with those emotions? We may not be able to control what other people do to us, say to us, what curveballs life throws at us, but we are in control of how we react to it. And yeah, we may react with anger initially, and that's totally fine because we are humans. We have all kinds of emotions. We're complex beings. But after that anger is gone or after that sadness has passed for the time being, what are you doing with that? How are you handling those emotions? Are you making it more of into a productive growth or are you just stunting your own growth? Mm -hmm. And we can't be living in the past. There's nothing we can do with what Mm -hmm. happened yesterday. Even 20 minutes ago, there's nothing I can do with, you know, that. So like, 
the only thing I can do is control what's going on in here and what's going on in here. You know, like, I can't speak for anybody else, you know, but, like, that's the healthiest method you can start with, to be honest. That's so true. And honestly, we want to normalize crying. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with crying. Like, I don't know, crying is so beautiful. And I think, honestly, the most beautiful thing about crying is the way you feel after. Because guess what? You made yourself stronger. Like, I ain't gonna lie, yesterday I was having a um, rough day. And I just remember, like, when I, I was actually with Jen while this was happening, but I remember I did a little meditation, and in, in the meditation, I was telling myself, I'm getting stronger, I'm getting stronger. And I mentioned that to Jen, and honestly, I felt stronger, because it's like, I feel like you, when you when you cry, you're, you, you're allowing yourself to face whatever it is, and you're just, okay, you're dealing with it and landing out versus just running from it. I feel like that's the strength right there, when you can overcome something and keep pushing and come back better, you know? Mm -hmm. And it, it's beauty in that, you know, mm -hmm. when you just like, you know, when they say a girl like goes through a bad breakup and then later she has that glove, it's that same thing. Like they face it, they went through that pain, mm -hmm. but, but what comes back after is something even more beautiful that rose, you know, anything like, you know, mm -hmm. that beautiful rose growing, like anything like that, you know? Yeah. And I think like, I never realized the power in crying. I mm. never realized the effects, you know, like if you cry, you're not weak. It takes... Mm -mm such strength from the inside to just try and release whatever poison is in your heart you know or in your body right now and like crying is cleansing your soul it's you know cleansing your mind just realizing i can't take it like i'm at the brink and i need to let it out and letting it out is one of the best ways like you know we're crying letting it out is one of the best ways um, even if you have to cry by yourself, even if you cry in front of 20,000 people on accident because it was just not your day, like it happens, you know, but we need to be able to let it out. And then if you don't want to be crying in front of 20,000 people, make sure you have a moment to yourself and let yourself fucking cry. And that goes for the men too. You know, men need to cry also. Like I know men deal with their emotions differently. I know there's so many other, you know, men gurus out there who are telling y'all like what to do how to actually deal with your emotions you know i've watched some of those videos listened to some of those audios and you know there's a lot of good points that i will probably never understand because i'm not personally a man but crying i think is universal and it should be normalized in a universal manner you know if you're if a little boy falls and scrapes his knees, he's going to cry, mm -hmm. okay? And if we tell him to stop crying from a very young age, he's not going to cry when he gets older, you know? And same thing with women. Like, I know I was told not to cry when I was young. So I was, like, growing, like, I can't cry in front of people. And even if I cried by myself, I used to feel ashamed. I used to feel like, you know, get over it, Jen. Like, you know, get busy. Like, do stuff for yourself. And growing up with that mentality and having to undo it every single day of your life is so hard because even now when I cry like I feel a sense of shame and it's because of the way that I've been conditioned the way that I've been taught like you got to suppress your emotions so if you cry you weak you can't do this you know and like I said you know getting older I realize the value of crying and how healthy it is. So we need to, yeah, definitely normalize crying, please. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Like, I'm real, I was out eating with, with Jen, and I was actually crying at the restaurant, mm -hmm. and it was people around, but guess what? I didn't even care because in the day, how I was feeling was valid to me. Nobody was looking at me crazy because, you know, whatever. But my point is, the reason why 
I ended up crying in front of people was because I wasn't letting myself cry mm -hmm. when I when I was at home and stuff. So it just shows you that it will come out. So you might as well just let it out in a healthy way when you're meant to. And it's something you feel so much better when you do. And also that positive self-talk. When you are going through these lumps, when you're dealing with your suppressed emotions, talk kindly to yourself. Tell yourself you're going to make it through. Tell yourself you're a fighter, you're not a quitter, that you are resilient. You know, things like that. When you're when you're talking to yourself, it's like you're coaching yourself through the pain. When you're doing that to yourself, it'll make it make those rough moments go more smoother. Mm -hmm. I think we need to watch what we're saying to ourselves mm -hmm. every day. Like, you know, like how in Beyonce's Me, Myself and I song, like how she says, you know, ladies, if you cry a thousand times, you will survive. Like, even if you've cried a thousand times over the same situation, tell yourself you're going to survive. You're going to be better if you're still waking up. Your journey ain't over, so that means you're gonna survive. You, what's that quote says? Uh, that says you've survived a hundred percent of your bad days, and like, you know, whatever you were going through five years ago, you thought you weren't gonna make it through, but look at you, <laughs> like you're here, you know. So maybe you're not your best today. Maybe you haven't been your best for the past few months or something, but you know that you're trying your freaking best, and even if today's best doesn't look like what last year's best looked like because you're going through a really shitty situation. The fact that you're trying to make it through, make it out of bed, you know, make it through your day, make it to work, you know, make it to school, whatever you're doing with your life, like pat yourself on the back for that. You know, um, I saw my brother like on his uh, door, he has like some stickers that say like, you know, I did my best today or at least I shaved today. Like it's just cute little stickers that they don't seem like a big deal, you know, but like, Sometimes celebrating the bare minimum is where it starts, mm -hmm. where that positive self-talk starts. Like, at least I shaved today. You know, at least I made my bed today. Like, at least I took my medicine today. You know, I think we need to normalize that type of, you know, self-talk too, where it's like, it doesn't have to be like, yeah, you know, I'm a warrior, whatever. Cool. Remind yourself of that shit, but also pat yourself on the back for making your bed this morning, even when you didn't fucking want to, mm -hmm. you know, because that's not easy either. Pat yourself on the back for taking a shower, even when you felt like shit, you know, like we need to normalize that type of positive self-talk, too. Mm -hmm. It's like those micro moments, you know, t turning it into gratitude, you mm -hmm. know, and I think when you when it is those little things, like you said, you'll you'll find happiness just from that because mm -hmm. think, think about it we let the littlest negative things get to us so let's let little positive things get to us mm -hmm. also so that's a really good point mm -hmm. and also with suppressed emotions before even doing any of this be able to identify what the mm -hmm. suppressed emotions even are because sometimes we don't even know what it is like something i don't know if something this happened to me i don't know if something has ever bothered you guys and you didn't know what the hell it was or why it was bothering you. And it's like, I think that too. Sometimes it can be something rude from your childhood that you mm -hmm. never, that you subconsciously dealt with and didn't even realize, you mm -hmm. know? So it's like, once you're identified, then you can deal with it. Yeah, it's kind of like identifying those triggers too, you know? Like, I think personally for me, like when a lot of my triggers come up in romantic relationships, I realize that there's a lot of suppressed emotion behind those triggers, you know? So it's not just enough to identify the triggers. It's having to identify the emotions that come with that. Like, how do I feel when I'm triggered by such and such behavior? Mm -hmm. You know, do I get angry? Do I get sad? Do I get scared? Do I get embarrassed? Like, you know, shame, all of, like, we have to really sit down and try to differentiate between the emotions because if we're not doing that we're just going to think oh yeah it's just a trigger for me like it's a fucking deal breaker well why like how do i feel when that happens <laughs> you know like 
I'm sorry, relationships are so complex and relationship with ourselves are so complex too. Like mm -hmm. we just really need to be mindful of everything that's going on. And I know that may sound overwhelming and you can't tackle it all, you know, today, obviously, but like we're doing the work every single day. And like, I'm sorry, some things come up that you didn't even know were a trigger. Mm -hmm. Right. So now it's like, damn, now I got to deal with this shit, you know, mm -hmm. but guess what? Like you're still doing the work. You're still willing to identify where that's coming from. Like, I think today, you know, the talk we had, like, I realized I had some triggers that I hadn't dealt with as well. Um, you know, and the emotions that come with that too. But like, I'm proud of myself for even sitting there and being like, you know what? Yeah, I still got this shit. So I got to work it out. Yeah. Like, I feel like this the talk me and Jen today shows both of our strength, you know, like, we're able to be real with ourselves. Like, we don't have to numb it and act like, oh, no, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. Like, I, like there was a time when we both would do that, act like we was over a situation yeah. and we really weren't. And, like, <laughs> I'm proud of us because, like, we really were like, damn, we were able to open up mm -hmm. and look back and, like, still say, you know, no, I, mean, I need a little second just to talk about it, you know? And honestly, facing your emotion does not make you weak. Honestly, I think it makes you strong because mm -hmm. I feel like me and Jen have both grew in so many ways and just in looking at how we um, express ourselves today, like I'm proud of both of us because there was a time we were way more naive. And it's like, when you look back at that growth, you're like, yeah, like, you know, like we're not ashamed to admit, yeah, that hurts still. And like, mm -hmm. or I'm working through it. And, and it's like, I think it's something beautiful about that when you can talk about your pain in a healthy way and then still allow yourself to grow from it. Agreed so much. Like we need to learn to learn ourselves you know and like learning what emotions we have inside like just like there's so many negative emotions there's so many beautiful emotions out there you know but how are we ever going to experience the joy if we're not dealing with the pain right like it just doesn't make sense you know and then you know you and I talk about personal growth a lot and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why we have to deal with suppressed emotions because if we're not dealing with the suppressed emotions we're only suppressing ourselves and we cannot be suppressing ourselves. There's so much we have to look forward to and like make of our lives. You know, I think one of my favorite parts about this whole personal development, personal empowerment journey is just realizing what emotions I'm capable of and how I can transmute those emotions into something else, you know, mm -hmm. or like realize, damn, I didn't know I could get like that, right? Or like, you know, something that comes from pain, coming up with a creative drawing or whatever um whatever it is like I just I've learned so much about myself but because I've allowed to get to know myself mm -hmm. even the ugliest parts of myself and that has a lot to do with those suppressed emotions so we gotta allow ourselves to get to know that ugly part too yeah it's just it's it's beautiful to like unlock mm -hmm. that complex box you know so yeah honestly do with your emotions and you will level up yeah seriously <laughs> out there shoot that inner peace is priceless mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we hope you guys enjoyed this episode thank you to everybody that's tuned in um, feel free to check out our instagram at speakupjv check us out at palmbeam at speakupjv.palmbeam.com we are on apple apparently our heart radio spotify and also we have a special announcement we have a giveaway coming very mm -hmm. soon um Thank y'all to y'all to the Instagram followers. You know, we're, we're almost a 5K, so stay tuned for the announcement. And also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on this video. Mm -hmm. Everything, every little impression y'all do counts. Mm -hmm. 
please support us. Um, you know, we love being y'all's homegirls with the mental health talk. Like, I love please it. share the love. And, you know, we will do our best to continue sending out these messages to y'all. So remember, we love each and every single one of y'all. And thank you for everything. All right. Love y'all. Bye.